Welcome to Mindful Mostly. I'm Andrea Collins, and this is a show for those of us who are mindful most of the time. You want to live your best life, grow, connect with yourself and the spiritual world, feel good, but you want to do it in a fun and honest way, right? We need realness in the wellness world, and that is what being mindful, mostly, is all about. How are you doing this week? I'm good. I feel like I came off of a big one last week. I had a big audition, which hopefully I can tell you about down the road. I also had the very first Mindful Mostly event. It was at the Quiet Company here in Toronto, and I'm so pumped to say it was sold out. It was so amazing seeing all of you in one room. We were manifesting like bosses. We were meditating, setting intentions. We had this beautiful water ceremony. It was everything. Everybody left there on a different level, I'm telling you. And the energy of all of us in a circle, it was buzzing, you guys. Naturally, afterwards, Emily and I of The Quiet Company went out and celebrated in the most mindful way possible with fish tacos. So I'll keep you posted on when we're going to do that again, because that was fun. The event and the fish tacos. On another note, I got married this weekend. Yup. Steve and I went to City Hall, and I'd say we were married in under 12 minutes. (laughs) It was so fun. It was us, our witnesses, Chris and Sophie, and that's it. And it was the most low-key wedding day. I got my dress the morning of and literally it's exactly what I was dreaming of. A shout out to the girls at YouBabe, the vintage store here in Toronto. I walked in there. I was sweaty. I'd just gone from a run. And there it was. There was the dress. Just one in my size. A yellowy gold color. Vintage Holt Renfrew, this thing was everything. And then I bought those ironic 90s sunglasses, the like pointy cat ones that you like hate, but you kind of like got those there too. So shout out to those girls. They were helping me out with that. I wore no bra. We went to a little Asian market before the ceremony and picked out bunches of flowers as the bouquet. And then I got wife drunk. But we did go and drink mucho bubblio afterwards and kissing and loving all night and going, oh, my God, we're married. It was fun. It was beautiful. It was everything I could have imagined. And I'm very, very happy and grateful today. And that sort of inspired today's episode. I feel like my life has really transformed over the past few years. Now, I'm lucky because I've always had family and friends who love me and support me, and so that base has always been there. But there's definitely been changes that I had to make to take it to the next level. Some I've learned over the years through trial and error, and others I'm still working on, but I wanted to share them with you today. Ten ways to live the high-value life that you deserve. Before we get into it, I got a couple soul nuggets for you. Ready? Magic happens when you do not give up, even when you want to. And 
when the path reveals itself, and you'll know when it does, follow it. to live the high-value life you, sister, deserve. Number one, eat healthy for God's sakes. They say that every vegetable you eat, the less stress you feel. How much do you believe that? So true. Start having fun making food, and you know what? When you slip up and you don't eat, quote, well, stop being so hard on yourself. If you want to eat a pizza, damn it, go out and eat that pizza as long as you get back on track the next day. And you know what? You're going to be so happy eating healthy that it won't feel like a chore getting back on the saddle the next day. And that's why it won't feel so bad eating those french fries. Enjoy them. Life's short. It's not something you're going to do every day. You might have a bad stretch. Who cares? Go with it as long as you come back to square one. Still on the health note, give up dairy. You know, sure, you want some awesome cheese that's in front of you? Damn well, get it, girl. I'm going to do the same thing. But as far as like, you know, having a whole bunch, like a latte every morning and then having yogurt and then having a bunch of cheese or whatever it may be, that's going to make you feel like shit. It's going to make you bloated. It's going to give you bad skin. And it's just kind of gross eating animal dairy. I don't know. It's just, eh. So cut out the dairy or at least lower it. Drink a green smoothie every day, or as much as you can. You know, sometimes life gets busy, you run out of spinach, (laughs) you don't have time to get it, but try to do it every day. I have this bladder condition that I've been dealing with for almost 15 years now. It's chronic pain, it's the worst, blah, 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 blah. Ever since I started having a green smoothie every day, I would say that it has improved by 85%. I'm no longer on medication to manage it. I do my green smoothies. I try to de-stress and damn, it has changed that whole negative situation. Drink lemon water. So much lemon water. Also black tea or coffee. People that say caffeine's bad for you, eh. I'm hearing studies that say the more you drink, the longer you're going to live and praise that. Just go for black. It takes some getting used to, but you'll be skinnier and happier because of it. Also, I lost 80 pounds in my life. I was over 200 pounds and I dropped to about like 130. And uh, people always say to me, oh man, you must have been exercising so much. I wasn't. It was everything I decided to put into my mouth. And people say, that must have been so hard. And you know what? You know how it is. You know when you get on a roll with eating well and you start to see the results? It's addictive. So try to get to that spot. Next, dry brush. It helps shed dead skin cells, gives you all glowy, helps renew the skin cells brighter skin. If you get ingrown hairs, it's going to help with that. They say it lowers cellulite like nothing else. I saw this uh, documentary where they had groups of women. One group did exercise and exercise. The other group did some fancy ass cream. And the other group did dry brushing for their cellulite. And all the doctors were like, oh my God, dry brushing is amazing. We need to study this further. 
So get on it. It's also super good for lymphatic drainage, whatever that means. <laughs> Sounds good, though, doesn't it? Listen to your body. Now, these first ones, I guess, are more about diet and exercise, but we're going to get more spiritual um, as well. This is, this is a solid list, okay? But listen to your body, especially when it comes to exercise. If you are doing aggressive interval training, HIIT training, because you've read that studies say that it's the best, but you walk out of there feeling sore and like you're, you've aged 100 years, then stop doing it and find a different workout. There's a fine line with this one, though, because nothing's going to feel great when you're doing it. That's, you know, you got to give it some time. I hated running when I started. And by no means do I run, you know, miles and miles every time I run. But I get such a high from doing it now. And at the beginning, it hurt. My ankles hurt. My, you know, I always had some complaint. But you get past that and it feels better. But if you've given it a solid try and you can determine that that kind of workout isn't for you anymore, then switch. That's your body giving you a message. Okay, next one on the list. Believe in something. Whether it's the universe, source, God, the moon. If you believe in something bigger than you, you allow yourself to let go and trust. The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein was a really formative book for me. I, was, I would recommend that one. As for signs, look for them. Ask for them. And then keep your eye out for them. If a sign is going to present itself to you, it will make sure you see it. Also, journal. I feel like that's a way in believing in something, too. Because as you're writing it, you feel like something else or someone else is listening to you. Put those words out into the universe. Next, minimize the stuff in your house. Get rid of it and improve the chi in your home. More stuff equals more stress. Less is more. If you need inspiration on this, listen to the last two episodes, Purge Your Crap to Clear Your Mind. And then the last one, which was all about feng shui, baby. Those will get you inspired. Next, stop doing things because you feel like you should and do what you want to do instead. This sounds selfish to some, but to me, it sounds like putting you first. You've got one life, so do what you want. Stop overvaluing someone else and devaluing yourself. Been there. How many of us ladies have dated some guy that we thought was so awesome and then neglected ourselves? Value yourself. It's a sure way to get others to do the same. A lack of boundaries invites a lack of respect. Remember that. And do not tolerate disrespect, not even from yourself. Hmm? Set aside time to visualize and manifest each and every day. It helps you focus on your goals and get connected to you. Ever since I've been doing this, my life has changed. When I go back and look at the notes I took, the manifesting I did a year ago, it's amazing. That's such a fun thing to do. When you look back on the list and you see so many things that have come to fruition. So start setting aside that time. And if you need help, get the High Vibe 5. 
It is a five-minute magnetism session. It combines meditation, visualization, affirmations, and manifesting all in five minutes. I'm going to tell you how you can get that at the end of this episode. Next. Be a solutions person instead of a person who's focusing on the roadblocks, the negatives. People like those people. They like solutions people, both in life and in work. And you know what? I bet you'll like yourself better too. Stop buying stuff that you don't need. I find I get stuck in these spending sprees where I'm like, ah, whatever, 100 bucks here and there. Why? I always seem to need more things. Whatever I bought last month is suddenly not quite right anymore. How about just stopping and breaking that habit? I did it for the month of January and a bit of February, and I felt so much better. So that's something I'm going to start doing again. Refocusing on what's important and the stuff that I don't need. How about that? Start buying secondhand. It's better quality. No one else has it. And it's better for the planet. Plus, it's really cool. Move your body every day. All you need is your body weight and maybe a couple free weights and you're good to go. Honestly, I used to bust my ass to get to the gym, and it was just another thing I had to add to the list. Now I have an interval timer on my phone. I do a 20-minute interval set that's a mix of planks and crunches and squats and more planks and yada yada. It's 20 minutes long. It's done before I know it. I take the dog for a run because she needs her exercise too, and that's it. Some days I do go to the gym, but if I don't get there, it's not the end of the world. Because it's nice to do it at home. Put on your own music. You don't have to go anywhere, pay for parking. Get into the habit. Trust me, you like it. You can get in shape at home. You don't need some expensive trainer, some expensive-ass yoga pants, and a gym membership. Hmm? And lastly, and this one is so important, nature. Experts are seeing changes in the brain and changes in the body that suggest we are physically and mentally more healthy when we are interacting with nature. Nature is everything. It's life. It's something that happens without needing a paycheck. We are so hard on nature and yet it's there for us every day. Plants are energy. You connect with them when you stand in a field or a forest. Water, it's such a beautiful thing. Jumping in a lake, is there a better feeling than that in the summer? Looking up at the stars, a rainbow, the sound of a stream, if you can sit by one for a while and just close your eyes, the cleansing energy of a big rainstorm, and the way your body feels when a breeze blows against it. As long as it's not minus 40 and... It's winter and you're in Canada, that is. (laughs) So there you have it. How to live the high-value life you deserve. Yes, that felt good. Now, is there something that you think should have been on that list that was not? What would you add? 
let me know. DM me on Instagram at mindfulmostly or email me at andrea at mindfulmostly.com. And you know what? If you do so, we got to share that knowledge. I will share it on the next episode. Plus, if you want to get your hands on the High Vibe 5, I was talking about it earlier. All you have to do is leave a review for the Mindful Mostly podcast on iTunes. Take a screenshot and email it to me, super simple, at andrea at mindfulmostly.com, and I will send you back the High Vibe 5. It's going to change your life. It's five minutes. You can do it every day, when you want, where you want. It combines manifesting, meditation, affirmations, and breath work. It's the High Vibe 5. Get it. (laughs) On next week's episode, this is exciting, Deepak Chopra, you may have heard of him, calls this woman a leading voice in the millennial generation. Author of The Idiot's Guide to Ayurveda, Sahara Rose is going to be on the show. Yeah. So have a great week, and I will talk to you next Monday right here on Mindful Mostly.